Welcome to Mindful in the Middle, a podcast on mindfulness, living with intention, having perspective, and learning to enjoy life exactly where you are right now. With your hosts, Yolanda and Belinda, we share our daily practices, tools, and techniques for living a life of meaning, gratitude, and purpose. Join us for this journey in living your most authentic life today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mindful in the Middle. I'm Yolanda, one of your hosts, and I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, It's very exciting for us to be here again for our second episode. Um, I have my sister joining us today. So, Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Belinda here. Thank you for joining us uh, for Mindful in the Middle. Is this really only our second episode for 2022? It is. Yeah, because I feel like we've Things got a bit crazy in January, so uh, as I'm sure a lot of parents know, there was some drama with schools, so school got postponed. Uh, Myself, I actually, my fam and myself, we actually got COVID, so as I'm sure a lot of people now can understand what havoc that wreaks. Um, So, yeah, it was a bit of a challenge in actually organising stuff and then going back to work amidst all of that really just... Uh, I can't believe it's nearly April, if I'm honest. Yes. Okay. So it is our second episode. And so what are we talking about today, Yolanda? What have we So today going we through? wanted to, yeah, discuss how to, how to overcome or strategies that we use, I should say, because this is always from our point of view, but strategies we use to overcome negative self-talk. And I feel that this has been a really important thing for us of late, just as I just mentioned, there is a lot going on and just life changes in general. Belinda's going to share some uh, something that's recently happened for her. And, yeah, I believe that it's a time where we probably have a lot of that negativity around us and it's sometimes difficult to work through that. So, yeah, let's get right into it. So in, in regards to what negative self-talk is, I'm, I'm sure we're all familiar with it. Uh, Belinda, mm. what, what, what would you, you know, when I say that, what's something that comes to mind? Well, for me, um, and so just to give you some context, guys, this year I, I got this digital journal from a company called Nourish and it's just all these aspects of your life that you can journal about and just work and exercise books and, you know, worksheets seemed really basic at the time, but working through it, I realized that um, a big negative trait that I have is probably doubt, self-doubt and just doubt in general. So for me, it's just not having this belief in myself or in a situation, uh, thinking the what ifs all the time, not necessarily the worst case scenarios, but just like not having the belief that mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. could do whatever it is that I'd set myself out to do or belief that the situation would turn out for the best. So this just doubt, you know, and I think it became really obvious that that is a big thing for me in a lot of aspects mm-hmm. of my life. Uh, I'd have this worry or anxiety about the what ifs. So doubt. So for me, that's – so it's not um, – I, I don't have really um, damaging – like I don't negative self-talk myself too much. Like I don't put myself down or mm. hate on myself. Like I do on some level. Like I, I believe everyone does. But I, I wouldn't say that that's my issue. Like I don't, you know, hate on myself a lot. It's it's more just doubt 
in general (laughs) I'm the same and I think for me with my work at the moment there's been a lot of challenges and it's more about am I able to do this type of talk yes Uh, I don't know if I can do this how am I going to manage this do I have the skill set I think we've talked about this like yeah imposter syndrome do I even know how to do this like everyone's going to know that I'm just faking it until I make it. Am I going to make it? Like it's just those constant thoughts going around. Yeah, so I wanted to share because of, again, like I said, a lot of stuff has been happening and I, I jotted down some things. Like I took time to reflect on that period of what am I, you know, how am I doing this and how am I feeling? And I ref- jotted down some actual tips that I wanted to work through myself personally and how to, I guess, get through some of these doubts, like you said. And so the first thing I really have been focusing on, similar to you, is journaling. And I know we talk about this quite a lot and whether or not people take practice in journaling, that's, you know, up to you. But in regards to what I was using it for at that time was actually identifying and looking back at my, I guess, my entries. Uh, What was I saying? What were the themes that were coming up? And that was the first part of it, essentially, to understand how I was feeling. So reflecting back, the next part was for me looking at identifying essentially those, I guess, negative negative uh, self-talk or doubts and just patterns that were emerging in my writing and then taking a step back and acknowledging how I'm feeling and is that true to how I'm feeling. Um, so reflecting and then journaling and identifying those triggers So that was a big thing for me. Um, The second part of my journaling, what I actually started doing was when I noticed those, how am I going to do this? Am I going to be able to do this? I actually started reframing my talk and writing down, physically writing down, uh, you know, how the doubts, I guess, that I were having, what, what did they look like? And I'm a visual person, so it helped me actually see it written down. And, you know, and you have to be honest with yourself and true when you're doing this. It's a pretty hard thing to write down your doubts, your Yeah, it is. So I will say that it's a pretty brave thing to do, to put on paper what your fear is, your doubts. Yeah, most definitely because, like I said, you're seeing it then and you're actually admitting to that. And then I suppose... Once you admit to that, you then have to think about, well, what action am I going to take? Am I not going to take action and just close the book and leave it? Or am I actually going to look at doing something about that? And doing something about it might actually just be acknowledging it and how you feel. Mm. And that might be enough. You know, it might be that you just need to be real with, you know, okay, well, this might be the case. Um, Or I might be feeling this. And you know what? It might not necessarily be true but I just need to understand it for now and get it out on paper like I 100% believe the pen like the power of the pen and it being a kind of a cathartic act of getting that stuff out but for me what I actually do is then look at it and re you know kind of flip it and write down you know if if it was about do I have the skill set I then write down something as a positive affirmation so it could be as simple as you know, I have the skills to undertake what I need to do or, you know, I have the skills or I'm able to seek guidance and get the skills I need or get the information I need so that I'm yeah. building that confidence in myself and I want to leave, I guess, for me, 
it's important that I am able to reframe those types of negative feelings and thoughts into a positive one. Like I said, everyone's different. Somebody might just need to get it out and feel better. Whereas I would like to reframe that and build that positive talk in my, you know, mindset. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything you just said. Um, And I also think that sometimes just acknowledging it is the action because you're in acknowledging that thought, you're kind of stopping it in its tracks and that you Mm. can sort of redirect your thoughts then. So, you know, don't feel like you've got to take those next steps. And for me, like Yolanda was talking about, so recently I went for a new job opportunity. So at the beginning of this year, uh, some of my intentions that I set for the new year was that I was going to just take advantage of any opportunity that came my way. So I'm really goal focused. I think we've spoken about this. I always have these plans and goals that I want to achieve each year. And so this year I just decided, you know what, I'm going to take it easy on that. And I'm just going to see what comes. Like I'm just going to let the universe do what it's going to do. And I'm going to go with flow and I'm going to just accept any opportunity. So when this opportunity came up for a new role, I applied but again, I was like, oh my goodness, it's a higher responsibility. It's, you know, it's, I've gone yeah. from a pretty big um, role increase in the last couple of years in terms of responsibility. So this to me is like this pinnacle that I never thought I'd get to. And so I was just full of self doubt. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. What happens if I can't? Uh, you know, just on and on and on. But what I decided to do was also, um, kind of like a manifestation exercise. Um, I just sat there and I looked at what I was afraid of. I wrote down what I felt my challenges were. But then I literally wrote out on paper what I wanted the best case scenario to be in mm-hmm. in the sense that it had already happened. Like I was writing in the sense that, you know, Today I was offered this job opportunity and it was fantastic. In my interview, uh, you know, I was able to answer all the questions and I absolutely, so it was like literally uh, me visualising on paper how I thought I wanted this to go so that I didn't, yeah, I didn't, to try and overcome these doubts. And it does or sound silly, can seem silly at the time, like you do feel a little bit, oh, gosh, what am I doing? But for me it was cathartic because I just, it was it was way for me to take control of what these doubts were and I was able to exactly. write down how I wanted to see it. And, you know, I read this saying, uh, what you believe is what becomes your reality or what you see is what becomes your reality. Um, keep reaching for, you know, these good habits because they will become your reality. And so... Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I just thought I'm just going to write this as if it's happened because what is what is the worst? R- literally, what is the worst that could happen? Like it doesn't happen. So, but if you write it, and for me, once you put something down on paper, it is so powerful because it's there. And exactly, and then you kind of set that in your subconscious. And I do the same yeah. thing. You know, when I was saying about the doubts, I'll write out. I guess like a like you said, like a little scenario. Uh, of the present like well not the present that it's happened and so I will move into that feeling of how it would feel to be that way um, I also go to the point where you know with the skills and that's a big thing for me and I think I've spoken about it on my other our other episodes you know I I would doubt the skills that I would have and I one thing I do as a strategy is okay well, what am I really saying here what do I feel I don't have and I'll write those down And then I would actually go and list, well, let's be realistic here. 
and write down what I what I have. So what skills have I done? What have I done similar in projects? You know, and see if there are actually any gaps when I work through it that way. And a lot of the times there's either no gaps or if there are gaps, it's not like a giant leap. It is a, you know, a small step to get where I need to be. And that's okay because we do need to stretch ourselves. You know, we do need to have those, you know, going out of a comfort zone. Uh, we don't always want to have the exact same skills. Like how else are you going to stretch yourself? So for me, that's another way I do it as well to understand what am I, what's the perspective? Like what is the actual reality versus how I'm feeling? And this could be in any aspects of life. We're not just talking about career, like, you know, whether yeah. it's parenting or health-wise and exercise, fitness, you know, often you're so much harder on yourself than the reality. So um, and that's the other thing this year that I've decided to do is to uh, celebrate these small wins and to just, uh, you know, understand that everything is like a long-term project. You can't expect things to just happen overnight mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we're just there's this influx of what you see on social media and other things that sh- yeah. that tell you the the otherwise and it's not the case like, you know, if you want something, you got to really work for it. And I think, I don't know if we all remember that anymore. Like, and so that's, that's what I do. I'm just telling myself that, you know, you'll get there slowly. Just keep consistent with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in your life and celebrate those small wins. And Yolanda and I were just talking about outside of the, you know, the journaling for us, that, that mental sort of um, activity, there are other ways that we do mm-hmm. try to overcome um, sort of negative self-talk. So for Yolanda and I, we both, we like to exercise. So, you know, whether it's being active, um, I, for one, exercise every morning as soon as I get up. For me, that's just really mentally clearing. It sets me up for the day. And I find that when I've done that, I don't know, I just have a better day because I know mm. that I've already done something positive for myself in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like you've already had same, a small win. <laughs> yeah, I do it every – and so, like, not everyone can exercise every day. That's me. So I actually exercise on Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. And for me, that's enough and it actually puts me, you know, in a good mood. Uh, I find that just having that, you know, ability to exercise and making that time for myself, even if it isn't every day, it still is mood lifting. Uh, another thing I do, which you touched on just very briefly then, is social media – I actually feel to my social media now and I'm not grossly on it a lot and that's a choice that I've made because for one, and I'm a lot better now, but for one, I just I didn't want to see everybody's highlight reels essentially um, and I felt that, you know, it's not always genuine and I'd rather make those connections in person. Uh, I rather, you know, would make those connections with people around me and spend that time better used in other aspects. So Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I now filter my social media and have cut it down immensely and I feel that that in itself has really boosted, you know, just how I feel and remove that kind of negative self-talk because, look, whether or not, you know, I consciously try not to and I'm, I'm very, I find I'm very good at it but I'm a human, you can compare. Like it's hard not to sometimes you know, especially for me, when I see maybe somebody who's, uh, I don't know, it's not that I'm jealous, but I, I start questioning myself, like, is that where I need to be? And so again, the like doubt said, again, so yeah, the, yeah. the self-doubt. 
So for me, again, I like Belinda just said, I need to understand that things will happen in my own due time and process and you need to recognise and acknowledge that and you need to be true to where you are at and not look at other people's stories and highlights. Uh, and yeah. I'm getting much better at that, 100%. Uh, so, you know, if I flick on social media now, I don't get as, you know, it might be anxiety or doubt, whatever it might be. I And, and that helps with the journaling as well because I recognise what it is I'm actually working towards. Ugh, social media is such a horrible beast sometimes. Um, mm. I'm not, yeah, really big on it anyway. So, yeah, this one for me is yeah, a no-brainer. I don't really like to look at it. I don't compare myself to anyone for sure. I just think uh, social media is, um, yeah, it's got its positives, I guess, if you're running a business. But um, I think there's a lot of damage that can be done on those and you just need to worry about yourself and not compare yourself to yeah. anyone. So, So I yeah. guess for us, I mean, look, I, we want to make these episodes quite quick um, and catchy, with, you know, to share some of our insights and point of view. So wrapping all that up, just to have some t- key takeaways of what we discussed uh, about how to essentially overcome how to master your negative self-talk and it might not be about, like Belinda said, you know, hating on yourself. It might just be those doubts and, you know, you have those negative talks about can I do it or not? Am I going to be able to do it? So in regards to that, we discussed journaling and how journaling can help, how how it's helped us um, in writing down those emotions and it might just be to acknowledge or it might be to flip the script and actually write some positive affirmations to get that habit of positive talk into your yep. into your dialogue uh, mm-hmm. we discussed about self-care so taking the time to do something for you to put yourself in a good mood uh, and it's not just about a good mood it's also about looking after yourself so we mm-hmm. we like to exercise we like to take that time on ourselves and that because really you're work. worth it <laughs> exactly and you need to do it you know you you should be spending that time on yourself and being selfish in that sense Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you are worth it and you deserve it. And the other aspect was about filtering, filtering your environment. It might not just be social media. It might be connections, people, things you read, anything like that, which you feel that it might trigger you and actually put you in those those kind of yeah. moods and um, perspectives. Then I think that's something you need to take a look at for yourself to see, well, am I surrounding myself with 100% positive stimuli and uh, content and people. Because I think that's, that's a big one, like, isn't it? Why would you want things around you that aren't letting you be the best thing, best person you can be? I think that's a big one too. Um, the people around you, like if you're finding that you're surrounded by toxicity, negative people, then you know maybe you do need to evaluate that. That's another big one. Um, and I feel like that could probably be a topic for another episode. Oh, 100%. Like, honestly, um, so too. Because yeah. one thing I've actually struggled with is when what I, you know, you see these positive memes or whatever it might be and it's like if they're, you know, if they're not along, aligning with your values, ditch them or get rid of them. And it's like, well, it's not always that easy because you might actually be working with that person, you know, as a colleague or it might be somebody in your family. How do you do that? Like you can't ditch them. So then what are the other strategies you use? Is it engaging yeah. on a professional level and not taking in that negativity? Well, then how do you do that? So, yeah, 100% yeah. think that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> um, and then I think the most important thing about today's episode is that everybody has self, 
doubt. Everyone has doubts. So don't think that you're alone. Um, I pr- there would be not a single person on earth who wouldn't have it at times. Um, even confident people, super confident people, probably the people that have the most self-doubt. So, yeah, we just wanted to talk about it and say um, these are the things that we do because we yeah. get it too all the time. <laughs> and you know what? I think in a sense as well, uh, doubt means you care. So for me it's about, well, I'm actually caring that I'm going to do a good job. It's just about yeah. making sure that doubt doesn't reach a threshold where it's impacting you to the point where you're debilitating yourself. Or you um, have anxiety. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think that's all we wanted to share today for our second episode of 2022. Yep, and that was a good one. Yeah, really want to uh, keep it going because we love doing this and sharing our insight and point of view of just how we together, you know, um, as sisters, we always talk about this stuff and that's why we do this because we'd like to just try and reach out to anyone that might take value from this. So, so thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining us and until next time, have a good day. Yep, thank you everyone. Thanks for listening to Mindful in the Middle. Bye.